Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be moving at two speeds, slow and stop. Well, I've got an email here from a viewer, and I I did a uh, video newsletter for him a few weeks ago called Relationships Built Upon Lies, where he basically knocked up his friends with benefits. And so I told him what he needed to focus on. And he's still struggling with a bunch of things. So he, he lists a bunch of bullet points. I'm going to go through the, the issues that he's struggling with and help him get refocused on what's most important to him so he can get through this situation and continue to focus on his goals and what he wants to do with his life. So I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and then we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, it does not serve you or the world by playing small because you fear whether people will think or do if you focus on reaching your full potential. The world will be a much better place and you will add much more value to society if you become all that you are capable of becoming. By becoming the best version of yourself, you will be happier, healthier, more peaceful and balanced, more productive, more compassionate, more generous, a better parent, a better friend, a better lover, and simply have a more positive impact on society as a whole. The world deserves your best. Not everyone is able to make the hard choices and do the difficult things that are required to reach their full potential and therefore deliver a maximum benefit to society. However, by becoming your best self, you will become a leader, an example, a role model, and a trailblazer for other people to model and emulate when they don't believe in themselves. When you reach your full potential, not only do you liberate yourself, but your very presence will liberate and free others to do the same. So let's go through his email. He says, hey, Corey, I'm the guy who was so lucky to have gotten his friend with benefits pregnant and is now very emotionally wrapped up in the potential upbringing, the potentially wrong upbringing of his potential children, twins, that he has taken himself completely out of the game as referenced in your video, Relationships Built Upon Lies. So she's pregnant with twins. One of the other things is is that because they were just casually hooking up, she was also sleeping with other men. So he's not really 100% sure that the twins are actually his. He says, I'm having a very miserable day. I've been sitting here trying to figure this whole situation out. It's not going so well. I can't seem to put all the pieces together in a way that I don't end up getting hurt. I need to check my logic again. I can't seem to find inner peace in anything today got to focus on the process, not the goal, but the process. What do you need to be doing right now today in order to get to where you want to be in the future? I realized that over the last week, I've become so worried about whether or not everything will work out okay for me in the end that I've stopped focusing on my goals. Well, that's the problem. Now you're no longer taking daily action to get you to where you want to be. Inaction breeds fear and doubt. Taking action breeds confidence and courage. I seem to be spending a lot of time worrying about hypothetical situations lately. I'm so scared right now because I know I'm moving emotionally and not logically. I know these kids are a powerful force controlling my actions. It's not that they are controlling your actions. You're choosing to let the fact that you're going to be a dad control your actions. You're literally driven by fear. It's not a resourceful state to be in. And I no longer have self-control. Part of the reason I haven't cut ties with this woman romantically is because I still have some loose ends to tie up before I can move. One of the reasons why in his last email he said he wasn't breaking up with her was because the thought of her having sex with another guy while she's pregnant with his kids just really repulses him. 
even though he's not in love with her, he knows he'll never be in love with her. He's figuring, hey, he'd stay with her, and then after she gave birth, then he would break up with her. And what I told him last time is it's going to be a hell of a lot harder to break up if you go through this whole pregnancy with her and you, in essence, build a relationship on, upon a lie, which is giving her false hope that you really want to be in a relationship with her and raise a family. We work together and she talks about her business with her friends at work. So I'm sitting here hiding the way I feel basically because I want to be able to just cut and run in a sense once I get the window of opportunity. If she chooses to have sex with another guy after I leave her, I don't want to be around that situation at work. Dude, that is just a pathetic mindset. That's a weak fucking mindset to be looking at. You should be looking at and say, you know what? If she meets another guy that she's really happy with and he's more on her level, think about it. Now you have a potential father figure in her life that can be a good influence on your children. You want to be happy for her because if she's happy, guess what? She's going to be a better mother to your kids. You shouldn't look at it as that you're losing something. You already know that you don't want to be in a relationship with this woman. She was just a casual fuck buddy. But then she got pregnant. You're like, oh, I'm going to stay in it for the kids. Or I'm going to stay with her just for a few more months until she gives birth. It's ridiculous thinking. He says, I realize that everything you say is correct and that the longer I stay where I'm at, the harder it will be to leave. I know why I'm hesitating. It's because I'm not accepting the situation for what it really is. I'm holding out for a glimmer of hope or a chance that things will start going my way again and all the while I'm getting sucked in deeper and deeper emotionally. I know this but I still don't take the action. Why? Fear. People will do more to avoid pain than they'll do to gain pleasure. You're not thinking about the pleasure that you're going to experience by moving away and pursuing the career in another city that you really want to live in. You're worried about – really, you're worried about what happens if she ends up with another guy and you're still there in the city. That has nothing to do with you getting to where you want to be. That actually is a positive thing. Her being with a guy that really loves her and accepts her for who she is and who she feels the same way about, that's the best situation that could possibly happen here because you want her to be happy but you staying here and taking up the space in her life – when you don't really want to be there, it gets in the way of her finding the person that she's really meant to be with. And it gets in the way of you finding the person you're really meant to be with. It doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your kids. And it doesn't serve her to stick around and live a lie. He says, I'm just going to start writing out a list of things that I'm scared of and maybe you can help me. So he gives me like a list. He says, I'm scared that I'll leave the job and get down there to find out I didn't realize how good I had it where I was. Well, the only reason why you're thinking about leaving this job is because you're not happy there. So you're leaving this job to move to another city to go work for the kind of company that you really want to work for. And you should line that job up before you move anyways. So the idea is that I don't want you to get another shitty, mediocre job in the new city. I want you to only leave and, and take another job that's better than what you had. You want to be smart about this. You want to do it in a balanced way. You got kids in the way. So you can't go and be out of work for several months. Travel to this, go out of town for the weekend or whatever, do interviews over Skype or through video and then if things go well, then drive to that city or fly to that city depending on how far it is and do your interviews in person. And once you get the job and you get a letter of intent from them, they're, they're going to hire you and pay you X amount of dollars in salary. Plus you'll be a better negotiator if you still have a job, the job that you have now before you end up leaving. Get your job lined up before you move. 
He says, my other fear is I'll get down there and my friends and family members from back home won't be very eager to support me in any of my efforts to become my best self. So what? There's a really good chance anyways that they're not going to support you, especially if they're living a mediocre life and not reaching their full potential and then you start doing that, of course they're not going to support you because it's the fact that you're doing what you really love and you enjoy and it's making you happy, that's going to be a giant mirror and reflection back to them of how unhappy and miserable they are. My potential baby's mother will hate me and make it really hard for me emotionally throughout the remainder of the pregnancy. The only thing you have control over is how you show up. If she's an asshole, if she's a bad communicator and she refuses to see that or do anything about it, there's really not a lot you can do about that. But it doesn't serve you or her or the kids to be a weak bitch and stick around and give her false hope. That's the reality of it. She might cut me off emotionally, be bitchy with me, not contact me and possibly start talking to a few new guys throughout the process. Encourage her to do that. Say, I want you to be happy. The bottom line is you and I aren't right for each other and I want to find the right woman for me and I want you to find the right guy for you and I'll help you. I'll be a sounding board. We can be each other's cheerleader and encourage each other to go for what we really want. I have these kinds of relationships with several of my ex-girlfriends. I was talking to one of my ex-girlfriends the other night from several years ago and she had a first date with this guy and I remember I, I talked to her earlier in the day on video Skype and she's all excited and getting all dressed up, looking hot to go on his date with this guy. And then later that, you know, like four or five hours later after she got home, it's like the fucking life had been sucked out of her because it did not go well. The conversation didn't go well and I felt bad for her. But it's cool that we have that kind of a relationship all these years later. And she even said that. She says, I'm so glad that after all these years, we still have a really great friendship, a really great relationship. And it's a gift. It's a gift when you have somebody in your life that you may have been lovers with at one point and for whatever reason, your goals or values weren't aligned and you're going in different directions and you're able to end that relationship with love, not because things are bad, but because you know that your goals and your values just simply aren't aligned. It's really cool that I can have that I have that kind of relationship with some of my ex-girlfriends. Not all of them, but some of them. I mean, ones that I dated years ago that were just assholes or they were terrible communicators. Fuck no, because all they did was bring drama into my life. If somebody's not going to add value to your life, why are they there? Think about it. She won't work with me financially and will put me through the maximum amount of child support allowed by law. Well, at the end of the day, she still has to get an attorney and she has to pay for that attorney. And if she's not independently wealthy. She's not gonna, you know, no attorney's gonna take on that case if he can't see a tremendous amount of compensation there. And at the end of the day, attorneys make money by billing by the hour. So it behooves you to get all this shit arranged before you leave, anyways. My kids won't ever appreciate me for the man I've always wanted to be for them. That they will consider their stepfather, if they ever have one, to be their dad, and that I was just someone they just related to. The only thing you have control over is becoming your best self. Be a great example. Be there for your kids. Be involved in their life as much as your ex, your future ex-girlfriend is going to allow you. But at the end of the day, you got to worry about yourself, dude. you got to take care of you because the more successful you can become and the happier you can become and eventually you get into a great relationship with a really great lady and you have a healthy relationship – at some point, your kids are going to realize, like say your ex becomes all these things you fear and she talks all kinds of shit about you. At some point, when your kids become adults or maybe when they become teenagers, they're going to realize that mom's kind of fucked up 
and she doesn't really know everything that she claims to know. And then that's when you can influence them. That's when they can – they'll come and they'll be around you and your wife or your girlfriend, whoever it happens to be at that point in the future. And they can see with their own eyes and ears that you you got a healthy relationship and that you're happy and that you're really successful. A lot more successful and a lot more peaceful and a lot more relaxed than the ex-girlfriend is. He says it's weird because I don't really worry about having success with women once I get down there. I mean they're fucking everywhere and I've had so much success since I started following your work about two and a half years ago that I know it's just a matter of time. Now you're talking. I guess that's why I wanted to move down there to start with. Maybe I need to be more focused on what I want and when I start to have success with it, I'll be happier, right? Exactly. You've got to take action and that's the problem right now. You're not taking any action. You're not focused on the process of what you need to be doing day in and day out to get to where you want to be in the future. Family means a lot to me and I just feel like I'm fucking it up by doing what I've been wanting to do for almost five months now and I've been working at it for two and a half years. Life is short, dude. Get fucking busy taking action, doing what you know you need to do. Your kids deserve you being the father that's the best version of himself. This guy, that this dithering, hesitating, weak beta male that you're being right now, you can't be your best self when you're acting this way. You can't be the best father that you can be when you're acting this way. That's just a fact of life. It's just unfortunate that I got myself into this when I was so close to moving on. I guess it's just the universe and God putting something in my life that I need and that without these kids, I could have never been the man I want to be. I still have a burning desire to chase my dreams and just enjoy my life. I don't want you to think it's really – that it's really right for me to stay here because I know it's not. I'm hoping that you can see where I'm at and please try to direct my thoughts. Again, you need to get focused on doing what's important to get you to where you want to be. Like I was saying earlier in the video. Get a job lined up in your new city before you move. That way, the transition is seamless. You can put in your two weeks notice where you're at and then two weeks later, be in your new city and your new apartment and your new fucking job. And your ex-girlfriend, she's going to react however she's going to react. She may react negative at first, but if you tell her in a loving way, I'm happy to talk on the phone and support you all through it. I'll come back once a week or every other week to go to doctor's appointments or Lama's appointments or ultrasound appointments, whatever it happens to be. She either say yes to that or she'll be a, a fucking cunt about it. There's not a lot you can do. He said, like I said, I have loose ends to tie up before I can just pick up and move. We'll get them fucking tied up, dude. I'm guessing I could have everything handled within two months if I started diligently working at it. Exactly. Fucking do that. I'm scared that if I keep putting this off, one or two things will happen. Either she'll resent me and break it off with me. Eventually, she's going to do that anyways because you're not into her. Or I will – and since you're not into her, you're not going to be doing the little things that are going to make it happy long term anyways. Or I will keep going along with it until these plans end up just being an afterthought and then I learned a joke about myself because I was too weak to pick up and move despite the risks. I know this isn't me in my finest hour and I'm in a very fearful state. I normally wouldn't even sense something like this but the reality is is that this is where I'm at. Well, I appreciate your honesty. You got to see things as they are, not worse than they are or better than they are, but as they are. This is unfortunately where I have been emotionally for the last two to three months. This is where I'm standing and I know I need to get back to the top. What are the painful consequences? How negatively is this going to affect your children in the future? How negatively is this going to impact your life and your goals and your dreams and the future relationship you want to have with Mrs. Wright who you haven't met yet? 
Are you going to be able to meet Mrs. Wright if you keep dithering and dicking around with this girl that you're not into? He says, but I'm so scared to take that first step and break it off with her permanently. I think it's the only way I will ever get to where I want to be. If I stick around and I think she'll just keep getting in my way and making me feel bad. Well, part of it's your story. If deep down you don't believe that you deserve to have what you really want, that's really why you're staying involved and engaged with this woman. Because then you can say, oh, it's the kids. It's the girlfriend. I can't live my life because I'm having to live it for all these other people. You're living your life according to other people's expectations. You're allowing your fear of success or failure cause you to stay stuck in a life that you don't really want to be stuck in. She gets so upset when I mention a paternity test or continuing on with my life. Well, if she's getting upset about the paternity test, maybe the kids aren't really yours. Maybe she had a one-night stand with some guy and he's the one that knocked her up. Maybe she also feels like why don't you trust her that she's the, you know you were the only one she's sleeping with? Well, you knew she from previous emails that she was sleeping with other guys. So just say, hey, I'm sorry. I I gotta be realistic. And if it turns out these aren't your kids, then it's like good luck finding out who the father is. I need her consent to have one while she's pregnant, and I don't see that happening. Great. Well, then you can have the paternity test after the kids are born. I mean. You can only do what you can do but the most important thing that you need to focus on is what's going to make you happy because in the long run, the big picture and I know you already know this because of things that you said in your email. You know that you're going to be much better off if you go and pursue a job that you really want. If you move to a city that you really want to live in and become all that you're capable of becoming because you'll have a much better quality relationship when you meet a great girl but you got to create a space for her to come into your life right now there's no space for a great woman to come into your life because of this girl that you're di- dithering and dicking around with it's really simple what you need to do the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step so you gotta ask yourself what do i need to do right now before i go to bed tonight that's going to help me be able to get the fuck out of here in two months and tomorrow you need to say the same thing what must get done today before I go to bed tonight in order for me to get the fuck out of here in two months and go live the life I really want? Just focus on that. That's the process you need to focus on day in and day out. And just take the action you need to take even when you don't feel like it, even when you feel fearful. And the bottom line is since you're lining a job up before you go, there's really no reason to not be feeling peaceful and relaxed throughout this process because it's a very balanced and secure way to go about it. It's a smart way to go about it. So things will be pretty smooth and seamless. And at the end of the day, you're going to have to have this conversation with your ex-girlfriend-to-be and you got to be honest. You can't blow a bunch of sunshine up your ass because you've been doing that for months. And the sooner you get it over with, the sooner you're going to feel better and the easier your transition is going to be into your new life. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session with yours truly. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen and follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.